Hello there. Uh, this is uh, Steve again with Jill and Mark. Today we're going to get a little controversial, and it may even seem uh, self-serving. But uh, one of the things that that we come across very often is this, uh, this idea that all the work that, let's say, Mike does as a programmer, all the ideas that that we have, or that that uh, you know reflect what we've learned, and then all the hours and hours that we put into finding a better way to learn languages, that all of this should be free, that anything on the Internet should be free. I saw on one post on language learning, someone said, you know, ideas should be free. And I thought to myself, well, there isn't a product that doesn't begin with an idea. So you won't pay for the engineer, you won't reward the inventor, but the person who turns the screws or, you know, paints it or whatever, that the manual labor you'll pay for, but the idea you won't pay for. And there's a lot of this thing. And I don't know where it comes from, uh, but personally, uh, and it's not because we're looking to get rich quick or whatever, we're totally motivated by what we're doing. We, we, we enjoy what we're doing. We believe in what we're doing. And we have employees whom we pay who believe in what they're doing, but they're doing work. And we have to pay them, and we think we should pay them. And so, therefore, we're off, we are forced to charge somewhere along the line. That seems to me normal. But on the Internet, there's a whole different mindset that everything should be free. Uh, Mark, presumably you don't disagree with me. <laughs> I would never disagree with you. Uh, and on this issue, I absolutely agree. I mean, it. I find it extremely irritating that... Uh, Basically, you know, you're encouraged. It's better to beg for money than to charge money for a service. Like you're better off to have a tip jar and give something away for free. So basically the equivalent of standing on the corner with a cup cup full of pencils is better than providing a good service and expecting a fair price for it. You know, I if, if we're building something here, which is of value to people, why shouldn't those people pay for it? You know, if those pe- if that the the complainer comes to my house and cuts my grass, he's going to expect to get paid. He's not going to do it for free. So why should what we do be considered or forced to be free? I, I don't understand really the mindset. And 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 it, you know, it's even more than that. You know, first of all, the idea that you don't pay for intellectual work. You know, I, I just for ideas. I, I just don't know where that w- would come from. Uh, and the idea as well that uh, people can decide whether or not they wish to pay. So uh, if I, in other words, if we take that uh, tip jar analogy to the shoe store, then I just go to the shoe store and I can choose whether to pay for the shoes or not to pay for the shoes and choose to leave however much money, you know, I want to. So, yeah, I really like these shoes. Here's $200. I really like these shoes. Thanks very much. Goodbye. <laughs> equally good. You know, that, 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 you know not it's not realistic because what you'd have to do, I mean, you'd hope to be getting $1,000 from someone to compensate for the other people who don't pay anything. So it's really not fair. Not, not fair. Uh, everyone who likes that pair of shoes should have to pay the same amount of money for that pair of shoes, at least it seems to me. But, uh, Jill, now maybe you have a different pr- – what's the, the woman's perspective on this? No, I, I totally agree with you guys, of course. Um like you both said, we provide a service. We have we put in our time. We have to pay other people to put in their time, and um, they're 
not just doing it out of the goodness of their hearts because they want to help the millions of people out there who want to learn English. They do want to, and we do as well, but, you know, we have families, we, we have to make a living, and it's not something that we can just do for free. So, um, yeah, I completely agree. Now, this can so- sound sort of self-serving, and I'm sure there's people out there, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to get into trouble for even having this discussion, but, uh, you know, it really does, it really does great. Uh, it, I, I think it's, uh, uh, you know, any, anyone who is saying this, in most cases, they either have a job themselves, therefore they are getting paid for what they do, or they're parents have a job <laughs> you know somebody has a job or they're on welfare or they're on welfare Somebody's putting bread on their table so so that it's it's so that it's you know fine someone has a job and then they spend their evenings helping people do stuff great volunteer there's nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing wrong with that i i i, I don't think there's anything wrong with volunteering if somebody puts up a sign and say this is free just enjoy it like wikipedia wikipedia great but don't have a tip jar there. Because in other words, you would like to get money, but you don't really want to charge people. If you want to say, I want to invest, I am Bill Gates, or I am not Bill Gates, I make you know, $5,000 a year, but I'm going to spend all my savings to put up a nice site so that people can have a good time, good for you. Love it. But don't have a tip jar if you're not looking for compensation. And I, I, I think in particular, like I was on a website where people talking about audiobooks. And where can you get free audiobooks? I don't want to have to pay for an audiobook. I even came across a site where they were uh, offering Portuguese audiobooks, Portuguese language audiobooks, which I'm interested in. And it was called The Democratization of Sound or something. In other words, to make it free is to democrat, make it democratic or free or whatever. Why? I know a person uh, who lives in Italy. He runs a site called Il Narratore. He is totally devoted to putting Italian literature on the web. He lives in a very modest house with his wife and daughter. Why should he work for free? He does an excellent job. He's an absolute, you know, craftsman. And I love listening to his audiobooks. And I would rather pay him 12 or 15 or 20 euros for one of his audiobooks done professionally, and I love it, rather than have some volunteer, quite frankly, come in and read or they have projects now where 20 different people, each person reads a chapter. There's nothing wrong with doing that. That's good. For those who want that, that's fine. But I don't feel that there should be any implied criticism of someone like Il Narratore who does it for a living. And that's the hypocrisy that I find surrounding this issue. Oh Well, I think part of it has to do with this mindset that's kind of been promoted at uh people by you know the media and the universities and and it it seems prevalent in at least western society that uh, at least here in canada that somehow business is bad for profit is bad the only things that are good are environmental organizations and not for profits but people at not for, for profits don't work for free so actually that's a complete hypocrisy Volunteers are volunteers. Not-for-profit employees are no different than anybody else. In fact, many not-for-profit employees make a lot of money. So, in my opinion, not-for-profits in many cases are just a scam. Well, I think that's a bit strong, but I don't disagree with you. I have seen so many examples of not-for-profits because not-for-profits 
are able to get funding where a for-profit is not. So that if a major, say, uh, fund, a charity fund that might be funded by for-profit corporations who, for whatever reason, set up this fund, and then they will say, okay, here's money, for example, for literacy and language learning. Mm-hmm. They would never give it to the linguist. They, But if we set up the Jill, Mark, and Steve not-for-profit literacy organization and then decided we were all going to make $80,000 a year, but it wouldn't matter. As long as we're a not-for-profit organization, we could go in there, and as long as we were able to demonstrate that we had something good. In other words, if the linguists were not-for-profit, but we all paid ourselves nice salaries, we could then probably attract this funding. And I have seen so many examples where the not-for-profits are totally motivated by how they can access funding. So they will skew and spend a lot of their activity on how they can access this or that funding. Whether or not the activity that they get funding for actually benefits someone is secondary. How do they attract funding to feed their organization is the primary concern, which is understandable. That's their revenue model. That's the revenue model, which is okay too. I just want to say that there's many different models, including the volunteer model, but there is nothing wrong with the model that I have a service. If you think it is valuable, here's what I charge. If you don't like it, you don't pay. If you do like it, you pay. So I think we've kind of beaten this one up a bit. Uh, we'll probably get lots of criticism, but uh, I, I just we just wanted to get it off our chest.